Good evening. Welcome to Left, Right and Centre. I'm Vishnu Shom on the programme tonight. The French President Emmanuel Macron, chief guest for this year's Republic Day celebrations tomorrow, has landed in Jaipur today. He was joined by the Prime Minister for a tour of a couple of heritage sites and a roadshow. Mr. Macron visited the Amir Fort where a cultural event was held. The Prime Minister joined him for a tour of Jantar Mantar, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. The two leaders held a massive joint roadshow from Jantar Mantar in Jaipur to the Sanganeri Gate with a stopover at the Hawa Mahal. A private dinner for Mr. Macron has also been planned. The visit comes as the centre and the French government continue to negotiate multi-billion dollar deals for French fighter jets and submarines for the Navy. But really, France is rapidly expanding as a, not just a strategic partner, but an economic partner with India. The French president in uh, Rajasthan this evening, and he's going to be in New Delhi as well as the chief guest for Republic Day tomorrow. My colleague Harsha Kumari Singh sent us this report. So the iconic Hawa Mahal was the backdrop for that very, very special and significant visit uh, of President Emmanuel Macron to Jaipur, where he uh, met with uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi. And of course, uh, apart from, uh, you know, being at uh, Hawa Mahal, they also visited these little kiosks, which are right here. And it's very interesting that the PM actually purchased a small, Hawa, uh, small model of the Ram Mandir. So to give, get, get you more details on that, uh, I have uh, the, uh, him here. So, PM ne ye kharida bataiye aur kaise payment kiya unhone? PM jab stage pe gaye, uske baad jo France ke president the, unko saath mein shop pe lekar aaye. Ye jo hamare Rajasthan ke handicrafts hain, unko bahut bariki se dikhaya. Yahan tak ki jo French ke jo president the, unhone ek ek cheez ke baare mein puchha ye kaha banta hai, kya hai. Last mein jab ispe nazar gayi puchte hain Modi ji ki, to unhone khud ne haath mein utha ke dekha. उनको चीज बताई कि ये मैंने अभी 22 तारीख को जो है इस मंदिर के प्रांतरिष्ठा राम जी की प्रांतरिष्ठा करवाई है आप चीज देखें जब ये स्ट्रक्चर उन्होंने देखा और सेम कॉपी स्ट्रक्चर उनको समझ में आया तब उन्होंने ये जो है उनके फ्रांस के राष्ट्रपति को गिफ्ट किया है जब हमने कहा हमारी तरफ से तो उन्होंने मना कर दिया जब उन्होंने गिफ्ट किया है तो हम कहीं भी चीज नहीं है उन्होंने यूपीआई ऐप से पेमेंट भीम यूपीआई जो हमारा ये जो है भीम यूपीआई इससे खुद के मोबाइल से अपना पेमेंट करके हमको गए हैं और उनको गिफ्ट किया है आज बहुत खुश होंगे बहुत घोना uh, these other shops were also here displaying their wares. Uh, he's bought a blue pottery plate. They also had tea uh, at the Sahu Chai, uh, which is right here. So all in all, it's been a way to showcase the heritage of Jaipur. Jaipur, interestingly, is home to three UNESCO World Heritage Sites, the Hawa Mahal, the Jantar Mantar, and also the Amer Fort. Uh, it, what will be the benefits or the spin-offs of this visit? Well, obviously, the pink city of Jaipur, which has played host today, will be hoping that it means uh, putting Jaipur on the international tourist map, uh, bringing in more tourists, and also, in some senses, uh, promoting the handicraft of Jaipur, which is the first planned city of medieval India. It's a repository of art and culture, and also it's a it's a it's a it's a city where there are many artisans and craftsmen who have been practicing their craft for generations. Some of which was on display for the French President Emmanuel Macron in Jaipur. Harsha Kumari Singh, NDTV. 
All right, so that's, it's a critical strategic relationship between India and France. Joining us now, very special guest, Ashish Saraf, is Vice President and Country Director, India for Talis. Talis is a major defense firm which actually works across different areas, including digital identity and security in, in India. I'm also joined by Sumit Anand of the Indo-French, uh, who's, who's an Indo-French business advisor. He's closely been tracking the economic relationship between both sides. Mohan Kumar, former Indian ambassador uh, to France, and uh, Air Marshal Anil Chopra, a former Mirage 2000 pilot. I think he likes to be identified as a Mirage 2000 pilot first and foremost, besides anything else that he's doing. Uh, but let me go across, <laughs> let me go across first to, uh, to Ashish Saraf. What is interesting is that while India and France are celebrating 25 years of a strategic relationship, that defense relationship actually goes back to what, 1953, since the predecessor of Talis was actually in India. So it's a long time-tested relationship. That's, the history is not really known. We just keep talking about Rafal, Rafal, Rafal. Exactly. Uh, the relationship, at least you, with Talis, and, and it was not even Talis at that time, but we started to be existing in India since 1953. And... Uh, Thales was a company that was instrumental in creation of Bharat Electronics, which is one of the major and prime DPSUs, defense PSUs that we have here. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of heritage uh, we carry here, and, and obviously, the, you know, the bilateral mm -hmm. ties go back uh, along that uh, that much. Mm -hmm. uh, since then, obviously, we have uh, been extremely instrumental in in expanding our footprint. Uh, you know, we were doing Make in India, even Make in India was a big narrative like it is today. And it's not only that uh, defense, aviation, uh, now digital identity and security solutions. So we've been part of the, the you know, the, the growth story of India and walking along India every step of the way. And, and we take great pride in, in actually bringing new technologies, innovations, as well as uh, not only for India, but also for the world. Yep. And we also see India as a gold mine of engineering talent. So that's another topic that we, we obviously can touch upon sure. uh, as we have time. Uh, Emashal Chopra, um, how have French uh, fighter aircraft historically had a huge role to play in the evolution of the Indian Air Force from the early 50s to even now? Yeah, absolutely, Vishnu. It's an all-encompassing, no-strings-attached relationship between France and India. Time-tested relationship in 1950s. We got the Oregon, which we call Tufani. Uh, we bought nearly 100 of them. Thereafter, we bought the Mysteries. They did a great job in uh, the 65 war. And then uh, for a little time, there was a little lull. But in between, we got the Elvits, which are Chechak Chita, which is a huge uh, fleet we have got in the Indian Armed Forces. The day we bought the Elise, the first uh, uh, aircraft to be put on a uh, aircraft carrier, Vikrant that time. Uh, thereafter, of course, the Jaguars came, Anglo-French, uh, though the Brits were their lead, uh, uh, you know, partner, but uh, they, they had uh, French equipment on board. And, of course, then the Mirage 2000 and uh, the Rafale, which have been game changer. We all know that Mirage 2000 uh, was the uh, weapon platform of choice in Cargill and in Balakot. And, of course, Rafale is a game changer. It's got uh, uh, some of the technologies which are the best in the region. But I must mention uh, that, uh, uh, that they, this relationship doesn't uh, finish over there. Of course, the Navy is going for Scorpion. We already have them. Some more will be bought. 
the uh, Rafale is being upgraded. The Navy is choosing the Rafale M. And maybe Indian Air Force, I have been recommending in my writings that perhaps should also go for more Rafales because we cannot uh, afford to have more and more fleets. So there are. And see the kind of exercises Indian Air Force and the uh, French are doing. We, we, we do these Garuda series uh, of exercises and we have been doing that for long. And uh, the uh, interoperability, in fact, uh, the last week we were in UAE doing uh, with the French Air Force and Indian Air Force. And tomorrow we are going to probably see the French Air Force, uh, you know, flying the Rafale and the MRTT. And of course, there'll be a big contingent on the ground, which will be marching past the Republic. So yep. you see, yep. it's all encompassing. And the last point I want to make is that nuclear is another area where, uh, you know, military cooperation is there. I mean, not military, it is a sort of uh, power plant, but uh, Jaipur uh, power plant where we uh, work with them together. So it's a, it's a great relationship. I have, of course, uh, uh, I, of course, uh, special sentiments because being a Mirage pilot in the initial lot and having been in the first formation, which brought the Mirage 2000 in India, uh, I have that little uh, extra soft corner for the, the French beauties, yes. Uh, Mohan Kumar, diplomatically, how important is it? Is this strategic relationship for us? France is one of those countries, I believe, which has consistently backed us in our demand to be a permanent member of the Security Council. What are some of the other key areas where diplomatically we are very strong? Uh, thank you for having me. I think it's a consequential strategic partnership, a strategic partnership that does not depend on third parties. So to that extent, I see a certain constancy and stability in the strategic partnership, completely devoid of contention. So that's the way I characterize the partnership. As for the areas, I would expect, obviously, defense and space are going to provide the ballast in this relationship. I would look forward to things other than the purchase of 26 Rafale aircraft, the making of Scorpion submarines. I think the key thing is whether we can get our act together, both countries, to make a combat fighter engine in India, which can then be even exported to countries like UAE, Qatar, Egypt, and so on. That's really the key. Can we really make this transition from a buyer-seller relationship to make in India for the world? In terms of space, I think the first uh, iteration of space dialogue has happened. I think the key is how to really try and use space applications for climate change, for uh, other things like quantum computing, artificial intelligence, the cutting edge of technology, and whether India and France can try to be, for example, provide some rules and values in terms of being the world leaders in green hydrogen. I now move to the partnership for climate and there's partnership for security and sovereignty there is partnership for climate and there is partnership for people i think climate and energy are two areas where i think i would expect some progress to be made nuclear has got stuck for a long time and if we can make some progress there i would be delighted lastly i think the french president has set its heart on getting at least 30000 indian students to france to study in france by 2030 the figure is lagging around 10 to 12000 i think there is a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of educating Indians, informing Indians that, listen, France is an excellent place to study, especially STEM, but also non-STEM, and that the language need not pose a barrier because many of the courses are in English. So right. all in all, I think this is a 
Uh, this is an implementation summit, if you ask me. Uh, they've just had a very successful summit in Basti Day on July uh, 13th last year. This is, I think, enough things have been decided. Enough roadmaps have been laid out. The question is, how can we really now take it to the next level, show concrete results on the ground? So for me, this is an implementation summit, Vishnu. Thank you. Ambassador, one more question to you. Um, it's also this entire relationship is based on an incredibly close personal uh, equation between the president and the prime minister. We've seen this in many parts of the world whenever they meet. Um, and that seems to be driving that. Uh, the fact that he chose to come over here uh, to be the Republic Day chief guest at a time when the U.S. president said no or was unable to travel for whatever the reasons just sort of shows that, you know, there's a personal equation or it's all right, not a problem. I'll be there. Um, you know, and, and the participation of the French armed forces marching down Kartavya Path. Uh, it's obviously symbolic, but important as well, because we did the same last year on the Champs-Élysées with our soldiers. Absolutely. I was ambassador packing my bags from Paris when I got a call from the prime minister's office saying the prime minister of India wants to meet this young leader from France who had just got elected. And um, I, I think I saw... Uh, there was a certain investment, and this is Prime Minister Modi's style. He makes an investment in personal diplomacy, and I thought Prime Minister Modi took a bet that this is a young leader who's going to be around for a while. And I thought they got on like house on fire. You're right, they've met several times since then. And I think if you ask me to name the two top leaders with which Prime Minister, with whom the Prime Minister has a very, very close relationship. One is the late leader Shinzo Abe from Japan. The second is incontestably President Macron of France. And bear in mind that these two leaders are now very, very senior. Yeah. I'm talking 2017. They've been in power for six years now. They are now senior statesmen in the world. And I think there will be some interesting conversations, not just on Ukraine, the regional situation, Gaza. So really, they now know each other very well, despite the difference in age and so on. So I, I think you're absolutely right in saying there is the personal chemistry, which is also driving the relationship forward. Yeah. Uh, Sumit, what is the potential from an economic standpoint? So, Vishnu, I think it's an exceptional moment in the Indo-French business relations. I think just first of all, to capture, you know, the government-to-government -government relationship is what is driving today the business relationship. Uh, Prime Minister Modi and President Macron have done a great job of marketing both countries to both economies. And therefore, today, if you look at French corporate investment in India, it's got to about $25 billion of FDI in the last five years. Some of the biggest investments in India actually from France have been beyond defense in renewable energy, in utilities, in the airport, with the uh, Delhi airport. And therefore, there is widespread now French corporate interest in investing in India across many sectors where France is strong. Obviously, aerospace and defense is there, but there's also energy, there's technology, there's uh, transport and mobility with railways, there's... Uh, uh, other such sectors, obviously the consumer sectors with luxury and, and food, etc. So I think there's widespread interest which has emerged. 37 of the top 40 French companies are in India. Of the top 200, about 100 of them are actively investing in India. So I think there's clearly, you know, that potential is being demonstrated. There are success stories that have emerged from India which are going back to France, uh, where India is now the top five market for some of these French companies. 
So that I think is one part of it. But I, I believe that it cannot achieve its potential if Indian industry does not wake up to this opportunity, right? right. In this case of aerospace and defense, and Ashish will tell you clearly whether it's the public sector or some in the private sector today, they recognize that France has technology, has something to offer. But I think Indian industry, large industry, as well as mid-size, has to wake up to this opportunity of partnering with French companies to do more in India, from India, whether right. in terms of talent or supply chain. Right. And I think that's what I would say is the, uh, when the potential will get fulfilled. Uh, Ashish, you know, Atma Nirbharta is obviously a very key part of Indian policy mm -hmm. and uh, France obviously uh, would need to comply with that and you already are, France is already doing that. Could you tell us about how Thales is doing that because a certain percentage of um, acquisitions made by the Indian armed forces have to be returned towards Indian industry in the form A of offsets or, or and other forms of industrial partnerships. Um, how is Thales doing that in India? Yeah, so uh, like I said, you know, we were, uh, you know, a, a big player in the Make in India segment even before Make in India was, was a very big narrative. Um, and, and we started long ago. But uh, from the standpoint of having technologies uh, brought in, um, we have our two joint ventures through which we manufacture state-of-the-art defense equipment, uh, be it uh, the ASAR radar, the electronic warfare or the self-protection suite. Uh, this is not only for India, like we say India for India, yeah. but also India for the world, which is where it gets exported and integrated into products that get supplied globally from Thales, uh, Thales France. Uh, secondly, what we do is we have developed a supply chain uh, of over 75 different supply chain partners in India. And, and this supply chain spans across hardware, software, and services, mainly for export. Uh, to, to quote a number, uh, over the last five years, we have crossed 750 million euros worth of supply chain sourcing from India, mainly for export. So we, we contribute to uh, the, the narrative of exports and defense exports. We already a major contributor to that. Sure. Now, going forward, What's happening is that we are actually increasing this sourcing and kind of growing this in a double-digit percentage terms. So uh, we are clocking over 200 million of, uh, of sourcing every year, again mainly for exports. And this is just one part, uh, the second part of Atmanirbhar. The third part is where we are bringing the technologies. We have two very large engineering centers in India where thousands of engineers work on cutting-edge technologies on aerospace, defense, avionics, human-machine interface, digital identity, biometrics, cybersecurity, and so on. And these engineers, you know, it's not just a, a, a run-of-the-mill off, offshoring work. They're actually part of our global engineering teams. They develop innovative products that actually sure. get released across the globe. Uh, so. That's, so it is know, a deep relationship which exists at so many levels with Talis, but certainly across uh, industry between France uh, and, uh, and India, that potential is yet to be fully realized. I'd like to thank you all very much for joining us.